This week's featured book from my adulting reading list is titled The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. If you know anything about writer and Hollywood exec Issa Rae, then you know that she is effortlessly funny AF, but like in a satirical kind of way. In her memoir, she really helped shape what adulting was like for her using the power of humor and detailed truths. Let's get into it. You are listening to an episode of That Millennial, a podcast where we discuss everything that comes with adulting. Hi, I'm Genesis Michaela, a 20-something college grad living at home to save money, pay off debt, and to build my business. I'm also a dog mom, a creative, and a student for life. Here, you can listen to, learn from, and connect with adult millennials from around the world. I get it. Adulting can be hard, but together we can literally do anything. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Genesis Michaela and you're listening to another episode of That Millennial. It's really fall, you guys, and I'm so hyped because the other day I went to Starbucks because I wanted to surprise my mom with a hot beverage because I knew work was going to be crazy for her, so, you know, I wanted to be a good daughter. So I went ahead and went to Starbucks, and you guys know what I saw on the menu? Pumpkin spice lattes. <gasps> and I had to do it. You guys know I had to do it. So I got a grande pumpkin spice latte, sub almond milk, no whipped cream. And it's funny because my sister who works at Starbucks, she always tells me like, um, you don't have to say it like that. Like you're really being extra when you order it like that. And I'm like, I don't care. They know what I mean. Um, but I guess there's like a simpler way to order it. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just hoping that the weather drops soon because I'm like so tired of the heat. Like I want that jacket weather, that sweater weather, sweater weather, that sweater weather back like ASAP, okay? Um, but yeah, also I did want to mention like uh, current events are so stressful and I always like feel bad when I see bad things happening, but uh, I'm just like... I know global warming is obviously a real thing. We've been saying that since I was like, I don't know, like five. Um, But I do want to say that I'm praying for the people in New Orleans. I'm praying for the people in Haiti. I'm praying for the people in New York because of all the flooding that they got, like as a residual effect of, um, I think, the New Orleans Um, I'm also praying for anybody on the coast down south, like Florida and everyone, because it's just, like, so tragic, and, um, I just wanted us to all, like, if you're listening to this, like, send up some good vibes, send up some, um, you know, what would Charlemagne say? Some healing energies, healing energy to all the people, and, um, yeah, so I just wanted to make sure I, I took a moment to really tell you guys that I've been thinking about about all of the tragedies and um, I'm grateful that I'm okay, but I, I also want to make sure that we know that just because we're okay doesn't mean like everyone is. So yeah, just want to take some time to just 
you know, send that love out into anyone who's listening. Um, and I hope that uh, everything will be okay. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Um, you guys can donate and stuff too. Um, I'm sure there's so many different ways you can can reach out and send money, send gift cards or food. I don't know. But um, yeah, just just do what you can. And if you if the only thing you have right now is healing energies and like prayers and, and thoughts, then or uh, bringing awareness to it, maybe like on your social media, then that's good. Or just telling family and friends like when you're around them, then I feel like, you know, that's fine as well. So I just wanted to get that out. Um, I do want to get into this book review, though. But you guys know we have to get into the one thing I absolutely cannot live without this week. This week, I absolutely cannot live without my Gobi electric toothbrush. I've been using the Gobi toothbrush for nine months now, and I really, really love it. It's fairly new to the marketplace compared to some of the brands that we've been exposed to since we were little kitties. Um, I was honestly tired of using my basic boring non-electric toothbrush. I didn't feel like my toothbrush was giving me the advanced cleaning that I wanted, okay? Like when I brush my teeth, you guys, I wanted to feel like a professional did it. Also, I felt like I was wasting a lot of money every month or so to buy a new brush when all I needed was a new brush head. So that's why I started exploring my options and I landed on Gobi and there are many reasons why. First of all, let's talk about the website, okay? The website is so pretty, it's modern, it's clean, and it's user-friendly. And I love the way their toothbrushes look. Like, they definitely designed them with millennials in mind. The toothbrushes are gorge and they have like a luxurious look to them. I, I just, I can't even. So it's one of those items that you want to leave out on your counter because you want everyone to see it. And it makes the toothbrushing experience way more exciting. I have the Rose electric toothbrush from the Monochrome collection and it is stunning. One of the things that I really like about the toothbrush is that it has an oscillating brush head and that means that you don't have to do the work. Like you just put the brush in your mouth and you let it work its magic without scrubbing and possibly damaging your teeth over time like you would with the traditional brush. It's rechargeable and the charge lasts for up to two weeks at a time using the USB charging shell and the adapter that comes with it. It comes with a brush head cover, which is great for travel. It also has a stand to hold the toothbrush upright, which is nice. And my mouth is more on the sensitive side, so I like to change my brush head out pretty regularly. And with Gobi's subscription plan, I'm able to do that with ease. You have the option to sign up to receive a brand new brush head every one month, two months, or three months for only $6 each time. And you can change the time frame whenever you feel like it. I started out receiving new brush heads every one month and then I switched to the two month option and you can cancel that at any time as well without any questions asked. You have the option to order brush heads at your leisure whenever you want to, but I like the convenience of not having to think about it and it just arrives in the mail like clockwork. And guys, this toothbrush has been approved by the ADA, also known as the American Dental Association, making it safe and effective 
for us to use. And I have to mention, it has a built-in timer to ensure that you are brushing your teeth for the proper recommended time, like on each quadrant of your mouth. So smart. There is so much to say about this toothbrush, and I didn't even know I'd ever have this many great things to say about a toothbrush, but here we are. So keep those teeth clean, keep those teeth white. I will link the Gobi toothbrush in the show notes. Now let's get right into our topic for today. Today's book on my adulting reading list is The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Issa Rae is a writer, executive producer, actor, CEO, academic scholar, and a creative visionary. She is one of my favorite Capricorns of all time. She was born on January 12, 1985 in Los Angeles, California. She majored in African American studies and minored in political science at Stanford University. I first learned about Issa after watching the first season of her Emmy-nominated show, Insecure, that's on HBO. I then went on to binge watch her web series that she created 10 years ago um, called The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, and it has millions of views on YouTube. It was after that moment that I realized that I was officially obsessed. Issa is unapologetically black and she's not really afraid to speak her mind, which I find to be both refreshing and inspiring. When Hollywood said no to her or not now, she got creative and she went on to produce a web series that would change the game for creatives all around the world. She didn't sit around and wait for the powers that be to give her a chance. She created her own opportunities. Then, when everyone finally realized how dope she was, she rose to fame and did one of the most noblest things ever. She took her friends who were with her in the trenches when nobody knew her name, like when nobody knew her, and she gave them opportunities in the industry. She didn't forget about her day ones, so she's a huge proponent of networking across as opposed to networking up. Issa Rae is known to be private about her personal life because, hello Capricorn! I listened to the book twice, and the first time I listened using the Libby app, and it was great, and the second time too, but I was low-key shook because Issa literally opened up so much in the book that I was just not expecting this, and I got through the book within like one day because I found it to be that captivating. I think you will all feel the same way because she definitely faced some adulting struggles that most of us can relate to. And now she is successful doing what she loves, which means there is hope for us as well. Here are six reasons why I think you should read or listen to this amazing book. Number one, if you are an Issa Rae fan or a fan of her work. So if you've ever seen the web series The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, you should go out and get this book. If you love Insecure and you want to learn more about how she is the way she is, you need to get this book. 
there's a sh- movie that she executive produced on Netflix that I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but it's so funny. It's called The Lovebirds. I love this movie so much. Um, she has another movie that was on the big screen, like right before I believe COVID hit called The Photograph. Um, and there are so many other projects and partnerships outside of television and film, like her co-ownership of Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen in Inglewood, California. Like she's a businesswoman for reals for reals. Um, so if you want to learn more about Issa and her background growing up, her family dynamics, her like risque cyber life as an adolescent, then this book is definitely for you. Number two, you should go out and get this book if you are a New York Times bestsellers list whore like myself. If you look to the New York Times to inform your book purchasing decisions, then look no further because this book has their signature stamp of approval. Go out and get it. It's been on the list. Number three, if you are looking to laugh, think, and feel seen at the same time, then this book is for you. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Number four, if you want to learn more about the Black experience from the lens of an awkward Black girl, then you need to go out and get this book. Now, of course, we are not a monolith as Black people, people of color, but I think that there are many themes that are explored throughout this book that many people from all different walks of life can relate to. So in the book, she has a chapter about like body insecurities and a hair chapter, you know, like texturism and and things like that, that we talk about in the black community. Um, there's a chapter called ABG Guide, which stands for Awkward Black Girl Guide, connecting with other blacks. Like... <laughs> That's a whole like situation in itself. It's so hilarious. That chapter is hilarious. And then she even talks about like chat room drama and like talking to random strangers like well, she was like a adolescent. <laughs> And just the evolution of how, like, catfishing has evolved, you know, like, um, it's just hilarious. And I feel like there are so many themes explored. Like, you could definitely relate to something. And it's just funny the way she uh, puts it all out there using herself, which, oh my gosh, it's, I, I can't even. It's great. Number five. If you don't have a tough hood story, but you still have the desire to elevate your life from good to great. So a lot of times as black people or people of color, we see those super talented athletes or performers and activists and just like the goats of all time. And a lot of times we hear about like the really tough, challenging upbringings, um, you know, where they basically had to get it out the mud. And I think it is incredible when people are able to rise above their circumstances like, why wouldn't we want that? However, I feel like there is sometimes a gap where people like me and like some of my peers, like we don't have those stories of struggle like that. And those are the ones that the media likes to tell once someone reaches a certain level of success in our communities, typically. Um, And obviously, we are privileged in that way, even though sometimes we get made fun of for not having to struggle in the way that 
we hear a lot about um, because a lot of us do have, you know, successful parents that support us on our adulting journeys and just want us to be happy and like find our purposes in life. Um, Maybe we're from middle or middle upper class or like just upper class and we have those kind of problems. Um, It's like the Huxtables, you know, like... (laughs) Um, I don't think any of those kids at the Huxtable's house, like, had to get it from the mud. Like, no, they, they were just, like, living their regular lives, just trying to excel, not, like, trying to survive, if you would. Um, so, you know, I remember being a kid and saying to my mom that I need to have a tragic story to be successful because that will make any level of success that I reach, like, that much more impactful. And she was like, um no, your father and I had tougher lives and we didn't and we don't want that for you and your siblings. Like, what is wrong with you? And it's crazy because I literally felt guilty, you guys, for a long time for not having to struggle like my favorite rappers. Like, for real. And Issa Rae, to me, is a prime example of someone who had more of like a privileged girl upbringing, but still became successful and was celebrated for her you know, real life and the uniqueness that she brings to the culture, which helped me to definitely shift my mindset around thinking that struggle was the only way to like validate your success, you know? Um, But yeah, she's the embodiment of what it means when we say black people aren't like a monolith. Like we're, we come in so many different ways and like have so many different stories. And I really do think that's why girls like me love Drake because he really does get us. And Issa actually said that in an episode of Insecure. It is so freaking true. (laughs) So if you are looking to feel more connected to someone who has maybe a similar story to you in regards regards to upbringing, class, and education, and credit card debt being like some of your toughest times, then I would definitely recommend this book to you. Number six, you should buy this book if you are looking for motivation to keep following your heart's desires. This book will open your eyes to the realities of sustained success. So a lot of times in the media, they like throw a person at you overnight and you're like oh my god they're an overnight success where'd this person come from they're a unicorn but trust and believe like that person that they were celebrating and spotlighting had to work for that notoriety so Issa Rae has been writing since she was a kid like she was reaching out to other Hollywood writers um Uh, for their feedback throughout her childhood. You know, she was collaborating with her peers to create projects with like little to no funds at times. This book shines a light on the grind before the glow up and how anything really worth having was worth pursuing when times were hard. She stuck with it and that is the difference between you and the next person. And that's what you're going to see throughout this book. It's like, oh my God, like this person didn't just drop out of outer space. Like, They literally were a regular person and just stuck with it and kept believing in themselves. And then they hit the pinnacle of success of where they wanted to be. 
all in all, this book is an adulting gem for sure. I think you should listen to it first because Issa Rae narrates it herself and it's even more hilarious when you could just sit back and listen and it's just so funny. I feel like I found someone that gets us and who really pioneered leveraging media to create opportunities for yourself and I love it. One day I really hope to have her on this podcast. I feel like that will be one of the greatest moments of my life for sure. I will link Issa Rae's book, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl, in the show notes. Again, I would love to read some of the books that you guys like and that could ultimately help us on our adulting journeys. Leave a comment in the Apple review section with your top adulting reads. I can't wait to check them out. We will be back with another episode next week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the show so that a notification will automatically pop up on your phone when we drop new episodes. If you have any questions, click the link in the show notes. There is a Q&A section on my website, genesismichaela.com slash podcast that was created especially for you guys to ask questions and have them answered on the podcast. So text this episode to your favorite friends so that more people will learn about that millennial. Have a great day, guys, and happy adulting. Hey, guys, you thought I left. I didn't. I'm back. Um, I just wanted to remind you to subscribe and to leave a comment in the Apple review section and to send it to all your friends via text message because that's like a really easy way that people like to, you know, listen to podcasts these days. They just click it and the app opens up and it's a whole thing. So make sure that you're, you know, out here spreading the love, helping our millennial community to grow and flourish. Okay. Okay. Talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah.